Hello, friends. My name's Tammy Simon, and I'm the founder of Sounds True, and I want to welcome you to the Sounds True podcast, Insights at the Edge. I also want to take a moment to introduce you to Sounds True's new membership community and digital platform. It's called Sounds True One. Sounds True One features original, premium, transformational docu-series, community events, classes to start your day and relax in the evening, special weekly live shows, including a video version of Insights at the Edge with an after-show community question and answer session with featured guests. I hope you'll come join us, explore, come have fun with us, and connect with others. You can learn more at join.soundstrue.com. I also want to take a moment and introduce you to the Sounds True Foundation, our nonprofit that creates equitable access to transformational tools and teachings. You can learn more at soundstruefoundation.org. And in advance, thank you for your support. Today, my guest on Insights at the Edge is Sherrianna Boyle. Let me tell you a little bit about Sherrianna. She's the founder of Emotional Detox Coaching and the creator of the Cleanse Method. And that's something we're gonna go into. We're gonna have an experience and learn more about this method that she's created for fully processing our emotions. And get this, not just processing them, but taking the energy that's released and turning it into creative energy the energy of manifesting in our life. She's an adjunct psychology professor and former school psychologist. She's the mother of daughters and in her own words, married her hometown hubby. She's the author of 10 books, including a new book from Sounds True. It's called Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate Peace and Freedom. Sherrianna, welcome. Oh, thanks so much, Tammy. Such a pleasure to be here today. In the beginning, I'd love to know just a little bit more about you. How did you come to focus on emotional processing and the work that you're doing now with using the liberating of that energy for manifestation? How did you come into this work? <laughs> Well, I've been I've been in this field of psychology and mental health for well over 20 years. So, I since I was in my 20s. So, I've I've been in the field for quite a long time in terms of really focusing and hunkering into emotions really happened from a, a, a trauma that I had in my life. Um interesting part is is I had already started researching emotions. I was asking questions, Tammy. I was asking myself questions like, you know, what happens to emotions when we don't feel them? Do they really go away? Um, how do we feel them? And I was doing research. And then about five weeks in to doing my research, I was hit with some real emotional trauma of my own. And like many folks, you know, I went, I went to therapy. I took a few because <laughs> I'm picky because I, I always studying found a wonderful therapist and did some mindfulness and things like that. Um, and around six months into therapy, I, I'll never forget it. I was in therapy and I, the therapist had to, had like a beeper and the beeper went off and she had to go check something that went off. 
And before she left, she said, ask me a question. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about, okay, well, how am I going to answer that question? How am I going to answer that question? And I know it sounds crazy to some people, but I heard this, this voice, this voice inside my head, something said very strongly, what if you don't answer the question? And I was like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean if I, what if you don't answer the question? I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I still don't know what the heck it means. I end the session, but something shifted. I'm walking out of therapy and I said to myself, that's the last time I'm going. That's the end. That's the last session. And I went home. I'm thinking, that's the last session. I'm thinking, how can I say it's the last session? What the heck am I doing? I'm not ready. I'm, I'm not healed, right? What am I doing? Am I avoiding? Am I escaping? And I said, no, you're going to sit down and you're going to. And, and so at this point, and I'm sitting down and I'm saying, okay, I'm listening. Just tell me. And I start to ask these questions. How do I process my emotions? And that's when the cleanse, which is featured in energy and action, started to channel through. Meanwhile, I'm combining it with the, with the research. And I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be the first step. Okay, that's, that makes sense. That would be the first step. And then it was like, okay, this is the second step. And then I was like, and, and so I'm in what I've learned about emotional trauma or any kind of trauma is you don't remember anything when you're in trauma. So I remember going to the grocery store and thinking, I got to go get that's this, this, and this. And I'm, I'm like numb. I'm frozen, right? Because I'm, I'm in my, I, I'm in, I've experienced trauma. And I remember standing in the grocery store, looking at the shelves and thinking, I, I don't know why I'm here. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting. And it was like, I wasn't even in my body. And I went home and I sat down and I thought, if I'm experiencing this and I'm trying to help people process what they feel, they're not remembering anything. You've got to come up with an acronym, girl. And I'm thinking, I've got to come up with something that people can remember step by step and be consistent because we know with brain with brain and trauma, there's got to be consistency and repetition to retrain the brain. So that's how cleanse came to be. It was like, okay, what's it going to be? I didn't want it to be negative, right? I didn't want it to be like, oh, you're detoxing. And I just thought cleanse, cleanse, that feels nice. I like cleanse. So that's how cleanse came to be. And then I would gradually through my own experience, and then eventually I would take it with my clients and students and I would try it out and play with it be like, okay, this feels good. So it's basically C-L-E-A-N-S-E is each the seven steps for emotional processing, which went, brings your energy and flow because emotions are energy and emotions, when they go into flow, activate your intuition and your inner guidance. And that's, and that's what supports our manifesting, which I call an energy in action. Can you briefly take us through the acronym and then, believe it or not, Let's actually do an abbreviated version of the practice so people can, can feel it, can sense it, can get on the inside with you. Yeah, sure. So energy in action is how I define manifesting, okay? It's about the inner energy. So very often we're taught to focus on the, at least in my experience, how I interpreted some of the teachings was to focus on thoughts, right? If I focus on certain thoughts, that's going to 
allow me to attract certain things into my life. And what I have learned about emotions is when we process them, they change our thoughts for us. So if we're having fearful, negative thinking, we start to process my thoughts. So I, I always say process your emotion and they will change the thoughts. So we'll, we'll move through a cleanse. Do you, do you have something like a person in mind, Tammy, where you want to focus on like a certain situation that I could, that we could relate to? Sure. Well, let's say somebody is feeling some sense of heartbrokenness something like that's how they're feeling it and and it could be for all kinds of reasons maybe it's something about the world even that's deeply upsetting to them but their heart feels broken yeah and i'm going to be honest with you you're so spot on with this example because that's all i've been clearing all weekend with people <laughs> cleansing everything it's been like a it's, it's kind of weird that you're even saying this right now because i feel like it's just it's coming up for people to be to be cleansed so so the first step of the cleanse is called clear reactivity. And that in, in my research, I learned a lot about the, the vagus nerve, which a lot of um, people are talking about now, the importance of toning your vagus nerve every single day. Um, and if you don't tone it every day, it, it can revert back. And they've done studies on stroke patients and things like that. Where can, can you explain for people who aren't familiar with this notion of toning the vagus nerve, what that means? So it's basically your vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body. It comes out the brainstem. It intersects with many, many of your organs. So when you feel... Um, it, it can cause you to feel tight and tense. Um, it can create inflammation in the body. It can disrupt your digestive tract. We know that our gut impacts our brain. So that can cause anxiety or depression. So when we're not, so toning means techniques that cause it to vibrate, right? Because it needs to, so it basically takes you out of fight, flight, freeze, freak out or fix response right? So the, the key is it's got to be consistent because, you know, there, our brains are so ancient and we'll just, we'll revert back. So that, that's how I knew that the first step, the, the C would be clear reactivity. So for example, a simple toning technique might be um, taking a breath. It might be stretching your neck. So we're going to do um, stretching your neck for ours purposes. And if you're driving, just be careful. <laughs> but you're going to take your right ear to your right shoulder. This is one way to tone is the neck. So if you want to try it, Tammy, right ear, right shoulder. And then what I do is I take my eyes down towards the floor. So our gaze goes down towards the floor. And that connects to the visual motor in the brain, which a lot of triggers uh, and triggered memory from trauma will come from that visual mo motor part of the brain. And then we lift our head back to center. I like, we do a little pause there. This is all explained in energy in action. There's actually 52 of them. And then you do the other side, left ear, left shoulder. And then it's important to take your eyes and let the eyes drop down heavy. And I like to hold it for a good five seconds or so. Plus you get a nice neck stretch at the same time, and then you bring your head back to center and see what happens as you lift your head back to center, Tammy. Do you feel like you want to roll your shoulders and drop your jaw? Yes, you are dropping your jaw. <laughs> yeah, so those are good signs you want to observe. Okay, notice, allow, and observe. If I'm rolling my shoulders, 
I'm pretty, there's a pretty good indication that I'm moving out of fight or flight, right? I'm moving and I'm now allowing energy starting to move inside my body. Energy is moving into action, right? That's step one. That's a very limited step one, by the way, because we're you know, just giving you a little snapshot. So then the next step, Tammy, for this part, these people who are feeling heartbroken, maybe they've had a loss in their life and they're just having a hard time functioning, you know? Um, and so what, what they say, the next step is the L, all right, which is called look inward. And this is where that voice gave me this, this tip, right? So what you're going to say, Tammy, out loud is how I feel in my body right now is, but you don't answer it. How I feel in my body right now is. How I feel in my body right now is. And exhale. And that's the answer, okay? How I feel in my body right now is, and we repeat that, inhale. How I feel in my body right now is. It helps you be present when you repeat things out loud. It's kind of like when you have to remember something like your phone or your, when you say things out loud, it helps you be more attentive, okay? So it's just really helpful to do that. And then you just let the breath answer it. And when I think about this loss, so repeat that. When I think about this loss. When I think about this loss. It makes me feel. It makes me feel. Good. Everybody inhale. And everybody exhale. And when I think about everyone it's affected. And when I think about it, when everyone, I think about everyone, it's affected. Yeah. It makes me feel. It makes me feel. Good job. Inhale. And exhale. Now, those are three statements. That's it. And we don't need to go saying a whole lot more. I think that's enough to, you know, especially if somebody's in grief or in heartbreak. I don't think you need to say much more than that. And then you can feel it all kind of come up, right, Tammy? And then, and then we're going to go to the next step, which is emit, which is a mantra, which is a mantra is hum, H-U-M. Everybody can hum, right? And the hum has so many benefits to it. That in itself will has so many health benefits, okay? Just humming. So, but we're going to hum all the reactions around this. And there's probably, there's a lot of reactions around loss. Like what could I have done better? Um, how could have I prevented it? Um, who, you know, th there's so much there, there can be a lot of tension. So humming, whatever that is, all the reactivity around this loss is what we want to hum. So every, we're going to inhale, we're going to hum three times, sit up tall and it's hum. And allow that hum to just bring you right in that present moment. Relax your shoulders and take a nice deep breath. Inhale. And again, humming all the reactivity around this. Hum. And then we'll do one more. Okay. Inhale again. And then hum. 
Okay. So now just kind of relax, Tammy, and everybody who's listening, and perhaps you're following along. And Tammy, I'm just going to ask you to kind of close your eyes, or you can keep them open if that feels more comfortable. And tell me if you were to see a color, what would be the first one that would pop in your mind? First color. Yellow. Awesome. So go with that. That's intuition, right? And when emotions flow, intuition kick in, we're like yellow. I don't know why yellow. I just say yellow, right? So I want you to lean into that yellow, beautiful yellow ray of light. And in energy in action, I talk about many rays of light. I want you to take this yellow ray of light in, Tammy, and everybody else. Feel it above your head and allow it to come down through your body. The yellow ray of light is about inner strength, just like the sun. It's about resiliency. It carries frequencies of resiliency, inner strength, courage. It's It's a ray that comes in when you're depleted. And it, and it helps you to, it's kind of, I kind of think of it like calcium in the bones to build you up again. When we go through loss, we get completely depleted. So just take in, all you have to do is sit in the yellow ray of light. There's no effort here. Just like the spiritual laws tell us the effortlessness, receive the beautiful rays of the yellow light that came to you and all the inner strength and courage and resiliency, and it is a ray for manifesting potential. So whatever it is, whether we want to manifest healing, whether we want to manifest heartbreak, whatever it is, just lean into it and allow that yellow ray to come down and we bring it down into Mother Earth. So you become a feeder. It comes through you and you feed Mother Earth so that anybody else on this planet who is experiencing loss or heartbreak may benefit from this incredible, beautiful ray of light and you share it. And then once it lands, you were in the, the next step of the cleanse. So the hum was the E the N is the nourish, which is the ray of light. And now we're in S surrender and surrender is not about letting go. It's allowing, it's allowing things to happen like healing. So surrender, and there's a surrender statement, I allow. I allow inner strength. So you say that, Tammy, I allow inner strength. I allow inner strength. And I allow resiliency. I allow resiliency. I allow courage, right? I allow courage. And sometimes courage is just getting out of bed. You know, I mean, for everybody, that's going to look different. One person might have the courage to go for a new job. Another person might be, I just, I need courage just to get out of bed today, right? So take that in, whatever that means to you. And I allow manifesting potential. I allow manifesting potential. Yeah, allow it, right? And then I am. So that's the E in the cleanse. We land in the I am space. And we repeat, I am. So we embody, I am. I am inner strength. I am inner strength. Now help me understand, how is that the E in cleanse? The I am space. So surrender is is the I allow. And then E is is the I am, which is the ease. So we land in the I am space, right? 
the I am space. So that's, that's how the cleanse would look with that kind of a situation. Now that's, that's a very specific, you know, if somebody's going through that, it's going to look different depending on the situation. It's going to feel different. Um, and really for somebody who's had great loss, we're just creating some stability, right? So I love that yellow ray because it is about, it's about stabilizing someone because when you have great loss, you get destabilized. Right. It's like, wh where's my footing? Where's my bearing? How do I function? Right. And I get it. I mean, I've, I've been through great trauma. Um, I haven't lost loved ones though at that level, but I, the stability piece. So I, I love the way you saw yellow I know it was so perfect. And so in energy and action, every spiritual law, which there's 13 laws in this book. And by the way, the, the law of attraction is what I associate with the with the yellow ray of light and the law of attraction is all about expansion. And that's the opposite of contraction, right? Depression is contraction, right? These states where we, we contract, we, um, and so it's a, it's a beautiful one to line up with. You know, I know we always think the law of attraction, what do you, what do you got for me? Law of attraction. What do you bring into me? But it's more than that, right? It's a law of expansion. It's a law of expanding your energy. And as you expand and you let that energy ripple out, you will have, you will attract that kind of energy in return rather than contracted energy, right? Contracted energy is those more depressive states. Now, just to take a moment, because you introduced now this notion of spiritual laws. And I think a lot of people, when they hear the law of attraction, first of all, they get like, you know, hives or a rash or something like, really? All I'm going to yeah, or something like that. But you're explaining it interestingly in a different way here. So what do you think about the way people often think about the law of attraction? Like, you know, if I'm positive, positive things will happen. If I like, what do you think are the misconceptions around that? And how do you understand it? So I understand it because I spent so much time writing about and developing the cleanse about emotional processing. So for me, it was really difficult to go into the mindset of change your thoughts. And if you reframe your thought and I'm, and I do love to reframe thinking, I'm not saying that's not a good thing, but my motto is feel first, then decide what you're going to focus on. So very often with the spiritual law of attraction, we're thought, okay, if you want to attract the love of your life or you want to attract a new job or you want to make more money, then you got to, you got to think this way, or you got to focus on, um, abundance and this and that. And I just, after processing my emotions and helping so many other people process their emotions, I couldn't really align with that. And so I just had to ask more questions, you know, tell me more about what this is and really connect to these laws and looking really the answers came from a lot of the ancient texts before the laws were sort of influenced by uh, so many people. You know, if you go way back thousands of years of when they, they were first oral teachings for one, and they weren't even written down until about 1908, they, were never meant to belong. And I think it's kind of brilliant on their part. Like no, nobody really wanted to say, Hey, I'm the one who came up with the laws. It was more of a, uh, 
like a civilization that would pass these on because it would, they want an ego involved with them. And at least this is how I interpreted it. So the laws, they do have integrity. I find when I study them, they, they do have morality. They do have some ethical components, but it's not in terms of, um, the way that we all think, um, however we might think it's more the, it's more the, the tradition and the commitment and the study. And so the laws are about energy, basically. And when I really looked at them, so I, I wrote about 13 spiritual laws and they're, they're basically universal truths. Again, if you go way back, they, they're not supposed to, they weren't before they were influenced by theology or anything else. They're, they talk about really connecting to I think they teach us how to process emotions, to be honest with you, Tammy. I think if you really look at the laws, so for example, there's the spiritual law of detachment, right? So if you want to create something, you detach from outcome. And a lot of people have talked about that. What I have learned is that you can't detach if you're not stable, right? So people say, don't attach to outcome, you know, just, just go for it and don't worry about what's going to happen or, right? And it's like, yeah, that sounds all great. But if you if you're not processing your emotions, there's in, there likely is going to be some instability there, right? Because even though we might look fine on the outside, inside we might be a mess, right? Shariana, I'm not 100 percent sure I know what you mean by quote unquote processing emotions. Like sometimes people will use a word like digesting or metabolizing, and you know I notice in that seven-step cleanse process that we did, that the emotional quality sort of turn into a river of energy, something like that. And I don't know if that's your intent. That's what I experienced doing the seven-step process with you. But help me understand what you mean when you say processing emotions. So processing is experiencing and we don't have to talk about them to experience them. We do need to acknowledge them, right? But we don't have to rehash or go into everything to process what we feel, right? So when we gave that out number, that, that number, that letter L, <laughs> how I feel in my body right now is I'm acknowledging that I have feelings, right? I'm acknowledging I have emotions. I may not even know what they are, Tammy. I mean, I might have so many <laughs> and they might be so intense and I don't know which came first and which, I have no clear where they came from. I may be, we know emotions are contagious, right? How do we know we haven't picked up something? We've been around someone who's down in the dumps or, or high anxiety. And now we come, you know, the only way we really know is by our, sometimes our thoughts can let us know because maybe we're having negative thinking or something like that. But your question was about processing. So that's why I developed cleanse because I didn't feel like the answers were really out there, Tammy. And I know that breathing, you know, there's lots of techniques and I talk about the, the importance of breath work. You know, when we do that, how I feel in my body right now is we're inhaling, we're exhaling, we're moving energy, right? We're, we're digesting, we're, we're, I do think of emotional processing as similar to food. 
right? Allowing yourself to fully digest. And I think of it like when you digest something fully and then you get the nutrients. And I think of emotions as nutrients. So if I'm pushing it away, shoving it away, I mean, like I, I can't look at a piece of food and get the nutrients. I actually have to eat it. I have to experience it. I have to touch it, right? That's an experience, right? So we're, we're having an experience with the cleanse, with emotions. And then how do I know if it's processed? I, I might feel a little bit more grounded, Tammy. I might feel a little bit more space. The, the key is the consistency and the repetition. And, and for me and a lot of people that I work with, it, it needs to be daily. And, and some people need support, you know, and they need to be guided through step-by-step. Step. It's too much of, for them to think about the next step. And that's, you know, they might need a little hand-holding. It's like riding a bike you need. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you're like, oh, you're off on your own and, and you can do this. A lot of people will say to me, you know, I've cleansed this on my own. I've cleansed this on, and, and I, I just can't, this one I'm getting caught up with. Can you help me with that? Okay. Okay. We'll do some together, get them going. It's like pushing someone on a swing. Um, and that's what I love about it because it's teachable and you can remember it and, and the steps never change. The variations might change. We might do a little bit different breath. We might do some tapping, you know, in there. I mean, every, and you'll see in the book, there's a little bit of variation because we want to keep learning and growing, but the structure of it is always the same because I find that it brings safety to the body. So the body says, oh, I know what she's up to, right? I know she does this every morning. She's, this makes me feel better. Okay. I'll relax and go for it. Right. Um, and when I say better, I'm saying generally what, what, what I've heard from people after a cleanse, no matter where they are in their life, what's going on, I feel, more, a little, a little, I feel more relaxed is what I get a lot. I feel more peaceful. I feel more grounded. I feel like I have some space. And then that's not just it. And then, then we can kind of focus on, okay, now where, where do you place your attention? And that's where that manifesting thing was hard for me to kind of work with in the way that I understood it. I needed to process. And then it's like, okay, what am I manifesting? What am I choosing to pay attention to? And, and that will shift when you process your emotions. One of the segments of energy in action that I circled was this. If you want to increase something, like love, finances, balance, then your intention would be to allow and receive. If you want to decrease something like anxiety, fear, or conflict, then your intention would be to notice and observe. So I thought this was very interesting. And you emphasize these words, allow and receive, notice and observe. And I think a lot of times when people think, oh, I'm going to bring X, Y, Z into my life, they're not allowing, receiving, or noticing and observing. They're struggling, efforting, you know, creating vision boards. I don't know. They're doing a bunch of other things. So tell us about those four words. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're creating your inner space. I always say it is think of it like anything that you're creating. What, it, what is the space that you're creating from, right? But it's your inner space. 
And when you notice and observe, that's that's going to bring you in the present moment. It's going to really nourish. First of all, it's going to change your breathing, right? So if I said to you, Tammy, you know, notice and observe your breath automatically. And if I say that to the audience, notice and observe your breath right now, automatically your breath is going to start to deepen a little bit. You're going to become more conscious. You're going to become more aware. And that's going to start to move energy inside the body, moving the breath. And then if I say allow and receive, and then you notice, oh, allow and receive. That means I need to let my shoulders down. I have to, I notice if I've got my guard up. I notice if there's any protective layers that perhaps I've built in. Maybe I'm got some kind of a barrier. You know, I don't trust people. So these are, these are just ways I repeat them because in the end, it is about trusting your intuition, trusting your God. People say all the time, you know, I want to manifest this and manifest that, but really it's about, again, processing your emotions, right? Energy and action is emotional processing, which is going to automatically change your thinking right? So what, what you focus on and, and then from there, you're going to start to learn how to trust your gut and follow your gut and listen to your gut. And then, then you respond and you're going to find that that burns a lot less energy in terms of thinking and doing. And, and it's kind of like redefining action, Tammy. I, I see it completely flipped. I, if I, I was not, very long ago, I was sitting by a fountain just a few hours ago, and I was just listening to the running water, and I was enjoying the sun, and I was taking taking a moment, and and I just thought, this is energy in action. This is it. You know, it's so peaceful, and I and I think it's going to start to flip for people. They're going to realize that when they're in those states, you are energy in action. You are in a very creative state. You are in alignment with these 13 spiritual laws that I write about. There's more than that. And, and you're, and you're learning how to be a spiritual being in a, in a human body on this planet. And in the reality is we are all going to go through, you know, ups and downs, right? But it's a matter of how, how do I, how do I work with energy in that? How do I, when I'm destabilized, how do I stabilize myself again? Right. And, and what I'm saying is through the movement of your emotions, start to trust your into your intuition might, you know, you may have a life change, you know, what, what looks like loss at this point. And I'm not saying anyone ever really heals from those things. I know that they, a lot of people still feel it, but I've worked with a lot of people who've had significant losses and quite honestly, once they move their emotions and they, they go through the process and it takes that time and they commit, a lot of times their lives are changed for, in a whole different way. They, they take different jobs, they go, they move, they, you know, and it, and their lives, it's all puts them on a new path. Um, and that's, you know, that's nothing for anyone to worry about right now. But it, what I'm saying is it's energy in action, right? You just, they're just guided. It just happens, right? You know, when I hear the words notice and observe, allow and receive, first of all, they have a, a beautiful impact uh, on me. And I can imagine our listeners as well. It's also unlike, I think, what many times people think 
manifesting, quote unquote, is about. Like it's, aren't I supposed to declare what it is I want? Like, I'm not just supposed to just allow and receive. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to tell the universe what it is I'm needing right now in terms of like the size of my bank account or something, right? So can you just address that, that idea that people have that isn't that an important part of it? I, I understand that. And I think that does come in the cleanse as people cleanse. I encourage them to get that voice a little stronger in terms of I am, in terms of when you say I am inner strength, there's a part of you that in the beginning, you're like, I am inner strength and you're just taking it in, right? You're just getting your toe wet. But then if you go through the cleanses and you really commit to the practice, I've seen clients kind of go into that I am, like I can, and I can feel it. I am, and I can. It, you, you see the changes in their life, but I, I, I see what you're saying. I, but, but, Sherryanne, it's not just like I'm inner strength. It's like I am inner strength with a bank account of you know seven plus figures. What about that part of declaring, declaring my mater, my material world uh, manifestation messages to the universe? Yeah, I. I mean, if that if that's something you're drawn to, there, there, I think the universe is so loving. And I think that there, there is an abundance, you know, infinite resources out there for everybody um, in terms of focusing on, you know, I want to, I've worked with a lot of people, Tammy, who have said, I want to get the better job. I want to get the higher income. I want the seven figures, this and that. And then when we start processing their emotions, we tweak that because what we discover is the truth, things like what I really want is flexibility, you know, and what I really want is security. Um, and they start to really shift. So it's not like it changes or to have balance or to have time with my family. And, and, and it's like, we don't just hook into this one thing. If anything, I think we, I think that's almost limiting yourself when you say I want a higher income or I want this much money. I say, go for more than that. Why not go for peace? Why not go for balance? Why not go for joy? Right? So I say, shoot higher than that. That to me, that's kind of limited. It's kind of finite, right? <laughs> and the, the spiritual laws were based on infinite possibility. So when we focus on, on um, thoughts, I think you might, you might hook into that finite thinking when I get the big house. How many people we know when we get the big house and all the money, they're still not happy, right? So I, I think that when you really work with the laws, you do, you do kind of detach. It's not to say it still won't happen. I think it's highly possible that it can happen for people. And, and if it wonderful, if you can have it all, why not? Now, when we did the cleanse seven-step process together, yellow was the color that I saw, so I said that. And I'm curious to know, listeners may have seen other colors. Do you have associations with many different colors? What are they? What are these rays of light? How did you discover them? Mm. So years ago, I was trained in many things. I was, I worked, I studied under someone for quantum physics. I studied under someone for many years for quantum healing and Reiki and all that um, alternative healing kinds of things, energy healing. 
So I was introduced to them years ago, worked, worked with them for years, actually put that aside for a while. I was like, you know, I gotta take a step back from all this stuff. And I just gotta focus on the emotions and really get that down. Right. And then when I was writing, you know, writing energy in action, these, these rays of light. So the rays of light, again, they're, they're like the spiritual laws. They're ancient. They were, they're through Vedic texts. You can read about them. I've blogged about them um, on my website as well, but it's all in the book. And, and so they're, I, I think of them like an intelligence, but they're basically described by many as connected to sources of the energy of creator. So whatever that means to you, whether it's God, source, creator, they carry the qualities of God. So when you think inner strength, you and I sort of have an idea, okay, inner strength, okay, that's somebody who looks like they have a lot of confidence or something like that, right? Um, but when you start to get to know these rays of light, and that's through experiencing them, you're going to start to experience inner strength on different levels. <laughs> right. So introduce me to more of these rays of light. That's what I want. Like introduce me to them like they're your friends because I sense they are. And they're new friends for me. Okay. So we have the diamond ray of light. The diamond ray of light in the book that I talk about um, is, is a beautiful ray of light. All the rays of light are overseen by spiritual masters and archangels. I, uh, I don't label them because I do think that there's many, but I do have experiences with different one, the frequencies. So there's diamond ray of light that will come in that is wonderful for um, clearing uh, strong energy blockages in the body. And that can really help us. And I pair that every ray of light is paired with a spiritual law. So when you, when you read the book, it's, this is the spiritual law. This is what this is about. This is the ray of light. This is what it's about. This is the frequencies it carries. Here are the corresponding cleanses. And here are ways that you can use them and relate to them in your practical daily life because they are kind of this etheric stuff, right? So there's diamond, there's, there's white, there's yellow, which you saw, there's violet, there's purple, there's indigo. I mean, there's, there, and they're infinite. So there's more than what I even spoke about, but I gave you 13 to work with. There's the magenta, which we did a nice group clearing last night with the magenta ray. Yeah. Introduce me to yeah. magenta. Oh, magenta. I really want to be, yeah, let's, let's okay. get to know this ray. Miss magenta ray of light is all about cosmic love, cosmic love. So cosmic love when the, and generational complications. So anytime you want to really kind of move anything that's moving through the line, a lot of people are experiencing things mainly because, I mean, we know anxiety, 30% is, is due to genetics. <laughs> 30% is inherited. That's a big chunk, right? So if it's in your family, if it's you and you're like, oh man, I just, I would encourage you to really work with that magenta ray of light um, get to know the corresponding law that I pair it with, which is the law of inspired action and take time to really, I call it like a download, just like your computer, like your computer's getting wonky. You download a file and it's like a, like a download of vibrational frequency. Um, and really Tammy, it's the, it's the experience, right? Like we and I, we can talk about it and I feel it right when I start talking about it, I can feel all the energy, my vibrations 
starts to get strong because I do it every day, right? And all of a sudden, you know, when this, as vibration goes up, thinking goes down. So again, as your vibration goes up, thoughts deescalate. There's space between thoughts. That's why we don't want to focus on, the, most of the thoughts are triggers anyway. And, and so why focus on triggers? <laughs> That's not going to get us anywhere. That's not going to help us process our emotions. So again, thinking's wonderful and talking is wonderful, but after you cleanse, and it only takes about 10 minutes, process your emotions, get to know the spiritual laws. I was just talking to a whole group of parents on worrying about their kids. And what really helped them is when I started talking about the spiritual law of detachment. And it was like, look, you know, at some point you have to back off and you have to trust. You have to trust that they're, they're going, that they're being supported, that they're also being guided, right? Um, it's very difficult, you know, and they really, it was like, we were talking about parenting stuff, talking about emotions. As soon as I started talking about that law of detachment, everyone was like, Oh, yes, that's why. Is there a color, a color that comes with the law of detachment? They all come with a color. The law of detachment is a light pink. Uh-huh. Light pink. Very soft, light pink. And this this taxonomy, did you developed it from your inner sight or you this is something you put together from various texts or these things were developed. I put it all together into a practice. So the spiritual laws, we know thousands of years, rays of light, thousands of years. And I've learned both of them, but I was like, not really even sure how to work with them, right? In terms of, I, I'm more practical, right? And I like to work with people like a collaboration rather than just me putting my hands on them and moving things and being like, okay, you're good, go home, <laughs> right? I rather we work together, get to know it, move it, energy in action. And so, yes, I put together these practices. And then just to trace back, you know, when I asked you to share a little bit about your own origin story in this work, and you said, you know, I left the therapist office trying to answer this person's questions and decided to, this is my language for how you told the story, decided to go into my own sort of inner space and listen to myself. And then it, you described that you've, you know, heard answers to your question, like you were hearing a voice of some kind or voices. And I think for people, this can often be very confusing. What is this inner guidance I'm hearing? How do I know it's trustworthy? What's the source? And I'm curious if you address that for people who, okay, I'll go into my own inner space, but I go inside. And I'm not quite sure what to make of all the different voices I hear. Mm. Well, that is energy in action when that starts to click for you. And it didn't always click for me either until I learned to process my emotions and I started to really feel them and experience them. And then I would hear, and I, I honestly, I have 14, 15 year olds that are doing this and they're telling me, um, guess what? I was, you know, practicing. Um, and it might not be right away after a practice. It might be you, you move through a cleanse, you go for a walk, and all of a sudden something comes in out of nowhere. You're like, and it's learning to get curious about that. I just had a 15 year old the other night tell me, you're the, guess what I got? I was like, what did you get? 
well, first I got the green ray of light, <laughs> right? It's like, awesome. Great. And we've been practicing. We've been getting to know it and allow it and receive it. Notice, observe, allow and receive. Awesome. And then what? Okay. And then I heard this and it made perfect sense. Didn't make perfect sense to me, but it made perfect sense to her. And it helped her to actually, um, this person actually was, uh, had to do with death of a pet. And this person realized they didn't grieve their pet. And this, whatever she heard, she was just like one word. She said, it just, I just, I knew, oh my gosh, I never took the time to grieve. Um, it was her horse, her horse. Mm. And so we cleansed it, you know, and then together we we're like, that's so wonderful. Now look at, look at, she's telling me what the session's going to be about. How cool is that? She's not coming to me broken. She's saying, I'm coming to you aware that I never cleansed my, I never grieved my horse. And, and I'm choosing, I would like to cleanse that right now. I'd like to, I'd like to allow myself the opportunity to do that. So I helped her and we went through it. It was beautiful. And, and that just is from practice, just consistency. And again, there's 52 of them. You're not going to be bored. <laughs> you have plenty to work with. And, and then all of a sudden you're going to just be like, just like her. She's like, I know. And that's a beautiful thing. It's very empowering. What do you associate with the color green? So green, I, I correspond that with the law of compensation. Now compensation can be many things. It can be money. Um, it depends what for me, just because I do this all the time, sometimes it's the shade of green that comes in. It's a lot of it's the feeling that I get. Um, sometimes it's healing. Are you seeing green right now? <laughs> Are you feeling green, Tammy? Um, it, a lot of times it's healing, deep healing. There are archangels that oversee the green ray of light, which is our, our Archangel Raphael. Some people might be familiar with that one. Um, we'll come in on that sometimes. And I have all the different experiences depending on the person, um, the feeling. It might be, um, you know, I just feel like I'll just sometimes I'll feel and I'll say, you know what? I know things might not feel, but it feels really like steady right now. Like things are going to be and really trusting, you know, even if life is not looking good or maybe your bank account's not growing or something's not working right. You, you can look at that outside world and that that's where reactivity comes in. We look at, we look at the bank account, we look at the relationships and we look at what everybody else is doing and we measure it that way. But once you start working with cleanse, you start saying, you know, I know that all looks that way, but something inside me feels like it's going to be okay. Right. Something inside me feels like good things are coming or uh, just stay strong right? Stability, grounded. And you just go with that and, and you trust it. And it does take some discernment um, and it does take practice because it's so easy to get tempted and say, but, 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 but they're doing like this, this, and this, and look where they, and, but if, if it doesn't match what you feel inside, but inside, if that, if that causes me chaos, I don't know. I don't know if that's for me. It might be for them, but it may not be for me and my path. 
Now, you write in Energy in Action that as we open up to these color rays and they come through us, that we're actually functioning in some sense as a, as a vessel, as a vehicle to bring certain energetics here to human beings and even to the earth itself. And t- tell me more about that. Are these color rays being sent to us? Are we just accessing and allowing and receiving part of our own wisdom nature that's here? How how do you see it? I experience it as they're already here. um, And we just need to open up to them a bit more. Uh, And so they, they they exist, they've always existed. And as we open up our spiritual centers, you know, and then we're, we become more, we go inward more, you know, we develop that intuition. We, we move our energy, then you'll, you'll be able to access them a little bit more there. You can, some people can visualize them. I like I like to just see what kind of pops in and then feel, and I feel that they're all very different. They feel different to me. I've asked clients how they feel to them. They describe them differently. I'll say, does this one feel kind of soft and nurturing? Yeah, it does. It does. Interesting. And I'll pick up patterns and be like, wow, that's really interesting because that's how I experience it. And I notice that these people experience it the same way. So it's interesting to me how the frequencies feel different. But yes, you take it in, you, you know, you imagine it sort of coming in through the crown and through the aura. So I talk about that in energy in action goes through the auric field, right? Because we're more than just our physical body. We extend out. We affect other people's energy. We bring it to Mother Earth. And we allow Mother Earth to be saturated in it so that everybody can benefit. I, I really feel that manifesting was never meant for the we, me. It was meant for the we. Um, that's my take. And it's not that I don't manif- look to manifest things, but I see it more, Tammy, as a service when I, when I choose to focus on it. And, and, and I believe we're always manifesting. I don't think there is an on-off button. It just may not be what you want. And it might not be effective. But they're manifesting, we're creative beings. We're always creating something. Whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. And the spiritual laws teach us that. And so if you shift it to, this is a service to him, to all living beings on the planet, it does help you detach a little bit from outcome, you know, um, and you trust it and you just have to, you have to say, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust what I feel. Right. And maybe you have trusted before, but can, can you do it more often? Can, can we, up the ante a little bit. Can it, can it be as more than 50% of the time? Can it be 60%? I mean, I really think we can get there with practice to the point where we're, we're in, we start to trust our energy, not people, energy, right? Because people change, energy changes. We don't know if somebody's being triggered by trauma, this, that, and trying to, whenever we go outside and say, okay, can I trust this, this, this? I mean, that that's like always going to change, but it's about, can I trust what I feel inside my body and getting to know what does that state feel like? 
manifesting for we, not just for me. And that's really what manifestation is about. I love that idea and that language about we. My curiosity here, one final topic for us to talk about is right now at this time, this juncture, this critical junction in the life of the human species, how do you see energy in action working with these color rays and spiritual laws, the role it could play and why this information is coming through you at this time as a form of service? What kind of service? Oh, I mean, I I just, it kind of gives me butterflies in my stomach to think of lots of people focusing and processing and tuning into light. I do think that um, there's a lot of heaviness on the planet and darkness. And there, you know, we're on a planet where there is duality and there is light and there is dark and, you know, all of that. But the spiritual laws teach us that that that's just part of being here and to and i believe they teach us how to process our emotions and the the rays of light will it's kind of my way of saying okay here's some extra support right we we know there's lots of tools and techniques mindfulness which is wonderful breathing all of that so wonderful but i think the level of intensity for people has gone up in terms of fear, in terms of influences, in terms of um, people feeling, you know, very worried about their futures. And I feel like when things get like that, we have to sort of up the ante in our daily practices to counter that. And so I would love to see people tapping into these rays and feeling the the love and support that's of, and and how and how healing that can be, um, and how calming and stabilizing and peaceful it can be, and live your life in peace. Sherrianna, to conclude, can we bring in right here a a color ray to conclude our conversation and as an offering to this we manifestation field of healing of offering our hearts in a in a good spirit here okay so let's just start um we're gonna i'm just gonna once again i'll always start at the top of the cleanse okay so i'm just gonna move the heck neck heck neck around and kind of loosen up and tone that vagus nerve a little bit okay All right, and then how I feel in my body right now is, and I'm going to breathe, inhale, and exhale. And we're asking for a ray of light for our listeners today, and what would be the greatest and highest light for them to connect with. And connecting to these rays makes us feel, makes me feel, and we're going to inhale. And go into the third step, which is the hum, one hum, hum. Okay, got it. So it's orange. Um, orange is the law of cause and effect, right? Our thoughts, our feelings, our actions affect other people. 
affect ourselves um, and to support you in becoming in harmony with the law of cause and effect so we don't hurt each other and hurt ourselves. Connect to the beautiful orange ray of light. It's also very deep. It hits a soul subconscious level because some of these behaviors are coming from that subconscious level. We don't even realize it. So everybody take a nice deep breath and feel the beautiful orange ray of light above the crown of your head and connect to it now. Breathe in and breathe out and just receive. This is the allow and receive. You don't have to think, you don't have to do, you don't have to change anything. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to feel like you're a terrible person. Just take in the orange ray of light, which carries high vibrational healing, deep, deep soul and subconscious healing. And by the way, it also carries abundance. So take it in, it's for you and you were loved so much that this abundance is here for you. You don't have to knock yourself out. You don't have to feel unworthy. You don't have to prove anything. It's already here for you on the planet. All you have to do is open yourself up to this beautiful orange ray of light and take it into your body, in your into your soul, into your aura, bring it down into Mother Earth and allow her to have some that's part of it. Just release it through you. So that anybody else on this planet who is a reflection, because we reflect each other. So no patterns are complete until we all have that love and support. So give it to Mother Earth, knowing that as part of completing your pattern, part of completing other people's patterns. And allow her to be saturated in this beautiful orange ray of light. And together we say, I allow, I allow deep soul subconscious healing. I allow abundance. And I allow peace and then i am i am deep soul subconscious healing i'm abundance and i am peace and i am in alignment i choose to be in alignment and harmony and harmonize myself with the law of cause and effect i've been speaking with sherry anna boyle thank you so much she's the author of the book Energy in Action, the Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate Peace and Freedom. Thank you, Sherrianna, for all of your inner work and coming forward so beautifully with so much faithfulness and fidelity to your inner experience and trust. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you. Sounds true. Waking up the world. Thanks for being with us. And if you'd like to watch Insights at the Edge on video and participate in after-the-show Q&A conversations with featured presenters and have the chance to ask your questions, come join us on Sounds True One, a new membership community that features premium shows, live classes, and community events. Let's learn and grow together. Come join us at join.soundstrue.com. Sounds true. Waking up the world.